Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your host is Becky Olson. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends, and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Becky Olson. Well, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Becky Olson. I'm the co-founder of Breast Friends, and I'm also a five-time survivor of advanced stage breast cancer. I'm a motivational speaker and the published author of The Hat That Saved My Life. And before we introduce our guest today, and we really have a, a, a fun and exciting show today, um, but before I bring them on, I wanted to share a little moment with you. I, re- I referenced a book quite often on the show. It's just a little book I picked up in a Christian bookstore, and it's called Live Like You Were Dying. It has a foreword by Tim McGraw, and it has the single of his song in the back. But the book was actually written by Tim Nichols and Craig Wiseman, and it's just full of like little little snippets of inspirational moments. And the one that I refer to quite often in here is one that says, we're all terminal, some of us are just lucky enough to know it. And, mm. But before I go into the, uh, into the show, I wanted to read one, um, one page to you. It's just, they're short little things. But I, one hit me yesterday. Just, I, I just think it was really important and it just hit me at the right time. But it's called Just Let It Go. And so here, here are the words. Hey, would you do me a favor? Just let it go. I know how long you've carried it around and how heavy it is. Just let it go. Deep down, you know it was just one of those things. Just let it go. You've had it so long, it's hard to imagine life without it. Just let it go. You know you weren't made to hang on to it. Just let it go. Right now, this moment, you've waited long enough. Just let it go. Take all that forgiveness locked up deep inside you and just let it go. Oh, yeah, just one more thing. Forgive yourself. And mm-hmm. I I love this. It was just really meaningful to me at the time I read it. And this book is just full of little things. So you might have to indulge me from time to time as I pick up a new one and read it to you for the day. So anyway, with that, I get the pleasure of introducing our guests today. So our guests are Baron Robinson and Faye DeMeyer. And Baron is the executive director of Kickin' Cancer, which is a movement that was started here in Oregon, and it is growing um, their nonprofit is called We Are the Solution. It's a 501c3 out of Salem, Oregon, and it was formed in November of 2018 with the goal to empower individuals to take control of their own bodies so we can significantly reduce cancer. And they do that through education, but they have a they do this with a twist. The twist is that they support, through this process, they support local people currently in the fight. And we're going to hear about some of those fighters today. Um, in addition to the kicker, Kicking Cancer movement, which, uh, as I just mentioned, is part of it, Baron and Faye are involved in some events to raise awareness about people in the community and help raise money for various cancer programs and causes. So I am really excited to have both Baron and Faye on the line with us today. So welcome, you guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be here, Becky. Thank you for inviting us. Well, we're, I'm just thrilled that you were both able to join us. So uh, it's always a little bit challenging when I have two guests and they're not on, on the same platform with me. They're on phone. So um, hopefully we can do this pretty simply. So, um, but, but because of that, I'm going to actually start with one of them and kind of talk with you a little bit and get to get to know you. So, Baron, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about you, some of your career, your hobbies. I mean, you've had an interesting life. It's been very varied, you know, from all the businesses that you've owned and managed. And so why don't you just tell us a little bit about you? Are you married? you have kids? What, what's, the, what's the story there? Well, I'm, um, I'm 56 years old. I grew up here in Oregon. I went to Hermiston High School, which is a little town, uh, desert town, eastern Oregon. Uh, you mentioned in your internet where you're, you know, introducing me, uh, I was a student body president, and I had this idea as a student body president to help the MDA organization. So we organized a dance marathon back then, and this would have been the early 80s. Didn't realize it at the time, but when they announced the numbers, we were right behind Gonzaga University, which is a really oh, large wow. university in Spokane. So they beat us. 
but our high school was second for fundraising. <laughs> so Gonzaga University and Hermiston High School. I love it. That's great. <laughs> That's that was wonderful. Yeah, and you know, and I've had I've done a lot of things. I've been in retail. I was a part owner of a restaurant. Um, currently, I work at a Costco here in Salem, and and so yeah, it's been kind of a very life. Well, good for you. So um, before we get to your to our guest, because I'm going to have you introduce her in just a little bit, why don't you tell us how this kicking cancer movement started for you and and why? Well, first I should say that it was never, ever supposed to be where it is today. Um, I mean, I'm thrilled that it is. I'm thrilled that there's a movement happening, but in... I'll back all the way up to November of 2015. Uh, my sister, who lives in Mesa, Arizona, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that's Brenda, right? And, the way, and that's Brenda. That's Brenda okay. Ferris. Um, mm-hmm. The way she found out was really uh, interesting, Becky. I think you'll find this interesting. Her husband is a venture capitalist, and he was raising money for this gentleman that had developed a thermography machine. Okay. And if your listeners don't know what that is, basically you cancer has a hotter heat signature than the rest of the cells in your body. So he had developed this chair that you sit in and it scans your body looking for those hotter cells to give you an idea that you might have cancer. You know, we ha- we so actually have awful. a show. We we have a show that we did on on thermography. So if you go if you're in our host page through Voice America, you can um Go to the search box and search for that topic, and it should it should bring you to it if you want to learn a little bit more about that. But anyway, awesome. carry on. So, so they went to Los Angeles to you know to do this group to try to get some money for this gentleman. And my sister says, "Here, I'll show you guys how easy this machine is, how non-invasive this machine is." So she sits down in the machine. The machine scans her. The guy's eyes get real big, and he said, "Did you know you have cancer?" Oh, my gosh. Wow. That, that's how she found the ship cancer. <laughs> that's really out of the blue. My, how did she respond <laughs> to that? Uh, well, I'm sure she was shocked. <laughs> um, the, the biggest challenge for her is because of the type of cancer she has, uh, it's not, it wasn't receptive to chemotherapy. It was slow-growing but very aggressive. And so it was just going to kind of sit there quietly until it woke up. And, and, and as she tells me, um, chemo would have basically killed all the good cells around the cancerous cell. And when the cancerous cell decided to actually wake up and get really, really angry, there would have been no good cells to help fight it. Yeah, that, so that makes sense. Her, yeah. So her husband, who obviously does lots of research, um, he began researching like crazy, um, and they discovered that Linus Pollen, who actually is at Oregon State University, he had he had discovered that high doses of liquid vitamin C would kill cancer. Oh, interesting. Well, we might have to do so a show how- on that one of these times. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually so, what they did. Uh, she wow. sent me pictures, and, and she's got a port, and, and I didn't know anything back then. So, you know, I wasn't sure what the port was for, but they mm-hmm. were actually injecting her with high dose of liquid vitamin C. It killed the cancer, but it did go metastatic. So mm. it is in her bloodstream. Yeah. And and in the effort to, to fight it off, um, she changed her diet. She got a lot of phytonutrients into her system through food. She started exercising more because she discovered that movement keeps your blood moving, which keeps the cancer moving. If, you're, if, you're, if it's metastatic and you're not moving, that, that means that there's a chance, a bigger chance, that the cancer will actually stop someplace. So she changed her exercise routine. So Boy, that sounds counter. That. that sounds counterintuitive in a in a way when you talk about it moves the cancer. It's like, hmm, is that a good thing? But probably is, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, for okay. Her, it would be an amazing thing because she came to visit me at Christmas 2017. Hadn't seen her since her diagnosis. I'm like, wow, sis. I mean, you look great. You're in good shape, you know. And so she flies home. Well, here in Oregon, they have this thing called the Warrior Dash. And I heard about it in January, right after she flew home. So I called her. I said, look, I'm 55. You're 51. We're not the youngest people on that course, but it does sound like fun. Do you want to do it together? 
And she said, yeah. So she was going to fly back up, and it was May of 2018. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to work at Costco and told some of my friends about this little obstacle course race, which it's a three-mile obstacle course race with about 12 obstacles, and most of them are mud or water or something like that. Right, right. Okay. By the, by the time May rolled around last year, 42 of my coworkers donned a really bright pink shirt to support my sister. That's wonderful. Well, good. Well, before we go into too many of those details, because we have to have some to talk about in the next section, I'm going to have you introduce our guest. So would you do the honors of introducing Faye? I would love to. Faye has become a really good friend of mine. Um, I met Faye, and immediately there was this connection. And when I told her about Brenda, um, she arranged, within days, we were on her radio show, and Brenda called in from Arizona, and we did a we did a something like this, but on Faye's radio show. So okay. uh, Faye DeMeyer is very involved in Salem, an amazing lady. And she's also uh, involved in your, specifically in your organization, right? Well, look, Faye, you know what? I'm gonna since I know you're listening, I'm gonna bring Hi. you on right now. And why don't you go Hi. ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? And thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us on this call. Really appreciate hey, it. Welcome, Becky. I love that you're doing a health show on your wonderful radio. This is amazing, Aww, keeping thank people you. informed. Well, I am a mom of three adult children and a grandmother of two. Um, I am I'm getting married, actually, December 21st. I'm really excited. Um, That's just in a few days. It is. <laughs> Ten days from today. And, and you took uh, the time I, to be on the show anyway. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So I experienced cancer myself um, in 2012. I was diagnosed with a uterine cancer, and I made some decisions health-wise that practitioners said, yeah, you probably should do radiation, should do chemo, but I read the research and it wasn't good. And I'm now over seven years past, nearly eight years past my diagnosis, and I am grateful for the choices that I made. And they were around uh, eating choices, they were around exercise, they were around uh, mental health, and all the things that Baron and I um, do uh, and care about. And when I met Baron and his passion for Brenda, and I met, um, I saw him. I thought, man, I don't, I don't even know where this is going to go. But I've got to be a part of what. I actually saw him in his sweatshirt at the chamber, and it had a scripture on it. It was Hebrews ten, and I went, oh, I know that scripture. And he goes, really? And so that's how we connected. And and so we connected in a spiritual sense, but then the message was so salient. And he is a champion for people. And in fact, we go places, whether it's a chamber or, you know, on a show or we're doing an education thing. Mm-hmm. And Baring can barely get through um, the conversation because his heart goes out to people. And I'll give you an example. We just were at our chamber the other day, and we're talking about Night Out for Nolan. And this is the type of ways that Barron makes sure that people who currently are experiencing, have experienced cancer, um, can be tended and befriended so that their mental health and their financial health and their ability to get supplements and whatever they need is there. But he's arranged for a movie night out. He's arranged for pizza night out. He's arranged <laughs> for some sandwich for Nolan. Nolan Aww. experienced uh, leukemia as a young child and has actually battled over his entire life. He is now in his 20s, and he is a wonderful spokesperson for um, overcoming cancer, specifically the kind he had. So to me, it's kind of a no-brainer to, and he said, will you serve as president? And I'm like, um, duh, you know, <laughs> yes, I'd be glad to. So I, I can only say that um, I get to be a part of something that um, Barron has uh, forged. He, I couldn't, I, if I went out to pick a leader, I couldn't find a better leader than Ben Robinson. Oh, well, that's a and real nice know. compliment. That's, that's wonderful. That's the truth. You know, sometimes these chance meetings, you know, when you, I, I met a lady named Barb one time, just, I was wearing an uh, Oregon, University of Oregon t-shirt at a conference down in San Diego, and she saw my t-shirt and said, oh, you're from Oregon, and we just, we ended up going to lunch and then dinner, and, and she has just been, become a wonderful friend, so you, you just never know what these little, small chance meetings, you said you met, you met Baron at a meeting, and you just yeah. never know what these little chance meetings are going to 
do and what they're going to, you know, lead you towards. So I'm really happy for you guys that you found each other and are able to work on this project together. So, so I know that you um, have some stories of something. What happened in 2018 that that kind of changed the path for you guys? Isn't that kind of when all this got started? Yeah, it was the it was the summer of 2018. It was actually about the time that I met Faye. Brenda had flown home from the Warrior Dash, and, you know, quite honestly, it was kind of like, let's do this together. Okay, some of my coworkers did this with me. That's all fun. And it was going to be done. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. one and done. But mm-hmm. when she got home, I called her and I said, you know, everything that you learned to stay alive, we could share that information with other people. So she flew back in July, the summer of 18. Uh, and we formed this little business called Help Team Brenda. And and then she flew home, and so she became kind of the social media person. She handled the Help Team Brenda Facebook. Uh, and I just hit Salem like a storm and, and just went everywhere I could with a really bright pink shirt talking about this crazy idea. Well, it's a wonderful yeah. idea. Well, Baron, before we, we go too deep into this, we do have to take a break. So we will be back in just a few minutes. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a card that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regions Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We've been talking about the kick and cancer movement with our guests, Baron Robinson and Faye DeMeyer. And Faye was, we were just talking a little bit about um, how Faye got involved with Baron at the kind of at the beginning of all this. And then in 2018 is kind of when it really kicked off because of the, the connection with Brenda and Team Brenda. Um, and then you guys also do seminars. Is that right? Can you tell us a yeah. little bit about the seminar? And Faye, I do believe that we have the one and only Dr. Isaacson on the phone with us. So I'm going to let you we introduce do. him. <laughs> Uh, known as Dr. Andrew, Dr. Isaacson, or Drew, depending on what venue you're in. I've known uh, Dr. I've known Andrew since he was five years old. He actually got on my school bus when I was in college. I <laughs> drove a school bus in the morning and the afternoon, and here came this adorable little five-year-old. And then oh we gosh. further met back in 2007 at the um, Chamber of Commerce in Salem. And what a delight! And he literally, except for he got bigger and he is super smart, um, he is still adorable and. 
and kind and wonderful. So Dr. Andrew has been our family chiropractor since then, and uh, he has, is a wealth of knowledge. He and I also co-taught at the University of Phoenix. And so he taught um, science and I taught psychology. So I can't say enough about him, his family, and the work that he does. Um, and I'm a big believer in chiropractic over medication. If I can uh, adjust myself and get healed that way, I'm going to do it every time. So, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Well, that's wonderful. Now, Dr. Isaacson, you, um, before we talk about, you know, your part in all the retreats, can you tell us just a little bit about you? Sure. So I've been a licensed chiropractor for over 10 years now. Um, I am personally a cancer survivor. I had cancer about six years ago. Um, And between my studies becoming a chiropractor as well as my own personal experience with cancer, it's something that I'm passionate about and particularly in cause of cancer and preventing it. Um, One of my main uh, kind of goals or, or things that I strive for is understanding or helping my patients understand the difference between prevention and early detection. So often we talk about you know, preventing diseases and our discussion around that involves around early detection and that's not really prevention, that's catching it early. That's true. Preventing it. And so trying that's to help very, very on actually prevention uh, I feel is a bit more important than just trying to catch it early. And I, and I totally agree with that. If we can prevent it, always better. Um, catching it early is also very helpful. I can kind of stop you from having the, the painful journey back to health at the end of it. So so let's talk a little bit about the seminars, because I know you guys do some seminars together, the three of you. And so, Dr. Isaacson, why don't I have you tell us about, you know, what, what is covered at the seminar? What do you guys talk about? And maybe give us a couple tips if you can. I know we don't have you for long, so that's okay. But um, if you can at least give us a couple yeah. tips or whatever. So tell, tell us about sure. that. Uh, each seminar is a little bit different. Um, our goals uh, for those seminars vary slightly depending on, you know, what we're, we're focusing on at the time. Um, but they're always around education around cancer, what it is, how to prevent it. Um, once you've uh, contracted it, what do we do about it, um, as well as, as healthy living and healthy lifestyle, as well mm-hmm. as motivation. Um, I know later on, uh, Baron and Farron talk about Casey, one of our main uh, motivational speakers, but each of our seminars has been around those basic things. Uh, what I focus on in the seminars is talking around what cancer is, how it starts, and then how do you prevent that from starting. Um, okay. Cancer, there's a lot of different ways to look at, at how you acquire cancer. Most people claim genetics. A lot of people talk about uh, environmental exposure, and it's generally a combination of the two, um, your genetics and the environmental exposure. And so then the discussion is, well, what can you control? You can't control your genetics, but you can control your environment. And so we talk about uh, things to avoid, things to do uh, to help mitigate or reduce your chances of, of cancer. Now, let me just ask real quick, um, on, for breast cancer, only about, they say only about 10 to 15% is actually genetic, you know, caused. And is, is that true across all cancers, or is that is that different than the norm? Well, it, it's, it's kind of hard to nail that down. There's actually been some, some counter theories proposed in the last few years that genetics okay. have less to do with it. Um, some say more, some say less. Uh, but we tend to see that in families, families for the most part, even from generation to generation, tend to live in the same areas, uh, work in the same industries, and oftentimes mm-hmm. eat the same kinds of foods. So you've Familiarly, they're, they're staying in the same area, so they're exposed to the same environment, working in the same type of industry, so again, same environment, and eating the same foods, again, same environment. So right, that, make, that makes sense. So it's not genetic. It may not necessarily be genetic, but it's definitely, there could be a familial, famili- that's a hard word, <laughs> familial connection. <laughs> and I know my doctor definitely. mentioned something to me about that. And it's kind of like if you have a house full of smokers that all live together and they were raised smoking and the chances of all of them coming down with lung cancer, that, that would be an example of that familial connection. They were raised to smoke, they smoke, they and now they they suffer the the consequences of smoking, and again yeah. not genetic, but definitely the family connection. So that's kind of what you're saying it's there. So hard, it's so hard to actually prove genetic versus environment when the family, the entire family, is doing the same things. 
Yeah. So it's, it's hard to, to really nail it down to say this is exactly 10% genetic and 90% environment or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's impossible really to do that. Right, um, okay. Some of the best studies that are out there actually take identical twins who at a certain point in their life separated and went to different sides of the country or vastly different environments um, and, then, and then track them over the years. But because mm-hmm. identical twins who do that are so rare, it's difficult to get a large a volume of data to actually analyze that. Yeah, that makes sense. So that being said, um, <clears throat> so some tips about, about cancer. So environment, mm-hmm. that's what we can control. We can't control our uh, genetics, but we can control our environment. Um, mm-hmm. What we put in our mouth is one of the biggest contributors to or against uh, cancer forming in our body. Um, and, and Baron and his sister Brenda talk tremendously about the things that, that are healthy to put in our mouth um, the things that are good for us to consume. Uh, one of the things that, that we really try to avoid is the, what we call the SAD diet or the standard American diet, the, you know, the, the hamburger, the French fries, the Diet Coke. Um, oh, you said the SAD diet like as a po- opposite of happy diet. Yeah, I've never heard, I've never heard that before, but <laughs> there's some deep meaning in that, isn't there? The standard American diet. Yeah, Not yeah. before it. Yeah. Um, and I, I try to help people understand that when you go to a place, and I don't want to, you know, bash a particular brand, but a fast food joint with, with giant golden arches um, that uh, sells this stuff, it's not technically food. That's just a food-like substance. It has flavor to it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It may taste good, but it's not generally food. Food should actually feed your body and be healthy for you, and that simply gives you calories and, and makes your mouth happy. Um, it's not really food for you. Food it is wholesome. It is healthy. It is good for your body, and it hasn't generally been processed through a whole bunch of, of different you know, machines and, and processes that, that create it to be what it is at the end. Um, so we really encourage people to look for things that generally have the same appearance as when they came out of the ground. Um, that's, going <laughs> to be that's actually food, right? You know, I have a... Food. I have a friend who's actually, he's a naturopathic physician, and he he works at the Providence Integrative Medicine Department here in Portland, and he, I went to a seminar with him one time, and he talked about real food doesn't need labels. You know, you don't have to worry about reading the, the, the labels, because an apple is an apple. Now, it might have a label telling you what kind of an apple, or if it's, you know, GMO, whatever, you know, but it's not going to have a... A nutrition label on it because it doesn't need one. It's an apple, <laughs> you know. Doesn't have to list the ingredients because it's an apple, and that's real food. And yeah. so I, I love that that comparison. And yeah, so and so what? It, I, and thank you for taking the time to actually give us some specifics because our audience is global. And we've got people in Ireland and Russia and China who listen to our show, and they can't come to your seminar. So we really appreciate you kind of taking that moment and and sharing a few things. So what else? What what other kind of tips? And then I'm going to have to um, let you go. So then the next thing, of course, is going to be what are you doing? What is your, your lifestyle? Are you someone mm-hmm. who is active and moving and um, physically demanding on your body? Or are you someone who's stagnant? Do you have an office job? you sit in a cubicle? Um, what is your, your body doing on a regular basis? Our bodies were designed to move. They were designed to be up and to be active. And whether you believe in creationism or um, Darwinism, it doesn't matter. Both of those uh, processes look at us having come from a hunter-gatherer type environment where we were up, we were active, we were moving. None of them say that we sat in a cave for you know nine hours a day and slept for another <laughs> nine and, and barely moved around and sat and watched the, the, the cave wall TV. We got up and moved. And that's what our bodies are designed for, designed for movement, mm-hmm. designed for being active. Um, and whether that's you know, going out and running, whether that's walking, whether that's, um, you know, doing some other activity, the dancing, whatever it is, our bodies were designed to move. And movement is essential for our bodies to be healthy. Uh, the more we move, the more the fluids in our body move through our body, the more our bodies are able to heal, the better our bodies are able to, uh, to, to fight against invasion of, of bacteria, viruses, or whatever it may be. The more stagnant we are, the harder it is for our body to function to get those fluids and those uh, white blood cells and that immune system around through our body working and pumping and, and, and doing what it needs to do. 
So I had a real, I had a really good. Um, we had a guest one time that talked about that very thing, and she used the description of a, of a, a, if you have a little pond outside your door and it doesn't have a consistent source of fresh water and movement, that water becomes stagnant and you can't drink it; it'll kill you. And that's what we do to our bodies when we don't, you know, fill it. We don't flush our system with fresh water. We don't get up and move and move that water around. It just sits in our bodies and and becomes stagnant. And when I pictured that, I thought, oh, I can so relate to that image in my head. And so that's that's really been a helpful thing to kind of keep that in mind. So I'm hearing you say exactly the same thing, just a little differently, but but I'm hearing that same message. It's very important, isn't it? Yes. And, you know, if you look at, we're talking about, you know, your breast, rams, breast, breast cancer, um, one of the most important things to help lower the risk of breast cancer rates is to actually, pardon the way I phrase this, but use your breasts. Breastfeed. Breastfeeding is one mm-hmm. of the number one things you can do to lower your risk of breast cancer. Give birth to child and breastfeed them. Um, it, it's the same thing with prostate cancer. You don't want to have prostate cancer, use your prostate. Um, it, it, it's the same with many types of cancers. The more we use uh, those parts of our bodies, the less likely we are to acquire those types of cancers. Yeah, that, it, all makes, it all makes sense. It's like a car with rubber parts. If you don't go out and drive the car, the rubber parts become hard and brittle and they break. So we need, we need, to, use, we need to use our bodies. Well, thank you. I, I hate to even rush you. I'd like to do a whole show with you, and I don't know if you'd be open to that, but um, I would love to do a whole program with you where maybe we can go into depth with some of these things. But um, we do have to cover some of the other areas of conversation, but I'm so delighted to have met you. Thank you for taking the time and and being on the show with us. So um, do you have any parting words before you before you have to leave us? Go out and eat some real food and get up and, and do some activity. So walk to the store. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Isaacson. I so appreciate you taking the time to, to be on the show with us. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you. Well, Baron and Faye, so what do you guys... Think about all of that. I'm sure that, that you're right there with him. Mental health uh, tends to be another factor in eating well, exercising well, but that whole notion around um, what we spend our, our mind meditating on, um, I will ask people often, do you meditate? And they say, oh, no. And then I'll ask them, do you worry? And they say, yes. Oh, then you do meditate. And so what we need to understand is that we have a choice in how we set our minds up. We have a choice in what we put into our minds. We have a choice in how we um, do the possible and instead of worry about the future, what might happen, or the past of what did happen, but what we're in right now, being mindful and being present today. And, of course, you know, I'm, I'm a believer in our... Um, Turns out all of our board, you know, are mostly people who believe in God, and we believe that, you know, there's something higher than us. So um, to call on that uh, notion about your your faith is just huge for us, mm-hmm. and and knowing well that you're not in this alone, that you're in it kind of as a tribe, and it doesn't matter what kind of cancer you had, it doesn't matter what kind of cancer you fear. The idea is to live now in the present because the truth is you really only have the days that you're given. What are you going to do with them? Are you going to worry them away for fear of? Are you going to regret them away because of the past? So there's a lot of work that can be done around affirmations, around um, I. You just use a common, you know, prayer, you know, just talking to my creator, you know, just like we're mm-hmm. talking right now. Um, so that's, that's a huge component to the, the body's health. So we know by the research that they put blood samples underneath a microscope. Those people who were positive and those people who were negative or pessimistic. The, the optimistic person had more cells that fight cancer and disease. And oh, isn't that, that is, interesting? Oh, yeah, and it's like this research is, is old. I mean, this is not, and we hardly hear it in our media anymore. It's crazy. It's so old, and it continues to be um, pervasive research that continues to demonstrate that if you believe that your life is going to be favorable, cool things happen inside your body. 
So we have it in blood, we have it in MRIs, we have it in the part of the brain that activates healing in the body. There's so many new um, studies coming out about that. And we heard it, I think the very first person was a guy named Norman Cousins back in the 70s, you know, and he was told he had cancer and he said, yeah, I don't. And you know what? (laughs) I'm going to live. And he continued to live. And he, and he, it was he, he was remarkable. Mayo Clinic did a huge study on Norman Cousins. So if people want to go look at the research, it's out there. You know, my, my husband. We just went to Boston to celebrate Thanksgiving with our kids. And when we, while we were there, my daughter, you know, our daughter is super into yoga. She just loves all different kinds. But she wanted to go to a mindfulness yoga class, and she took my husband with her. Mm-hmm. And when he came back from that, he had really positive comments. He said, you know, they really get you into a place where you're not dwelling on the things in the past. You're not looking what's going to happen later today or tomorrow. You're really in the moment. And it was very freeing and very, um, very. He could just feel that it was a really good thing to do. So I'm going to guess that that's probably one of the tools that we can use is sign up mm-hmm. for a, a mindfulness yoga class. Is that, would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, I would. Um, I love what Andrew said, you know, get out and move. I don't know about Mm -hmm. you, but when I get outside and I let go of everything, I am able to run or walk or Mm -hmm. do stair-stepping, whatever I'm doing outside. I actually notice things that are of creation. I notice those Mm -hmm. plants you could eat. I notice, you know what I mean? The animals you can pet. Pets are a great (laughs) therapeutic tool, too. Yes, they are. We we have a lovely, we have a lovely little dog named Swayze, and he's he is Aww. a joy to both of us. So, um, well, listen, we are at the end of our second segment here, so we are going to have to take a break and come back. So um, when we come back, I know we've covered some of the things in the first two segments, so we will, I'm sure we'll, we'll have no problem getting the rest of this done. So thank you for listening, and stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. When was the last time you felt free? It's time to uncover that feeling again with the compassion of a cross and shield and the power of a car that opens doors to the best hospitals and medical centers in all 50 states. Giving you the freedom to love, to dream, to dance like no one is watching. Regions Blue Cross Blue Shield. Live fearless. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to our program. We've been talking about the kick and cancer movement with our guests, Baron Robinson and Faye DeMeyer. And if you're listening live to us right now and you just joined us, I'm going to encourage you to come back and listen to this show on demand once it gets posted online and, and dial it back to the beginning because we had a wonderful conversation with Dr. Andrew Isaacson about some specific things that we can do to help fight or prevent, actually not even fight cancer, but prevent it in the first place. So, um, 
Um, I really encourage you to go back and listen to that and and share it with your friends because there's a, some really valuable information in that. So, all right, well, we're going to kind of pick up where we left off. And, Baron, I know you mentioned just barely about your go teams and the go team concept um, and it started with your sister Brenda so why don't you talk about and this is that that whole concept and idea of supporting someone through the journey while you're doing all this training and teaching so why don't you talk about the go team concept what it is and maybe give us some highlights of ones that you've done okay well the the whole go team concept actually Tracy Berry who does uh, uh, she's a TV host here in the Portland area, um, she interviewed us, and at the end of the interview, she told the group that I had there to say, go Team Brenda. So that's what they said, and I thought that's kind of cool, so we kept that phrase going. Uh, and so through 2018, uh, one of them that, that will probably connect with your audience, uh, this gal named Marissa Castro, who lives in a town between Portland and Salem, uh, had sent Brenda a Facebook message about um, cryoblation. And Brenda sends me this message. She says, do you know Marissa? I said, I have no idea who that person is. So, so I reached out to her, and, and she was in the middle of battling breast cancer herself. And her problem was is that her tumor was growing so rapidly, they were concerned it was going to push through her skin. Oh, so, so we actually, I contacted her, I sat down with her, I told her, you know, what we do and how we rally around somebody, and I said, we want to make quarter four of 2018 go Team Marissa. Aww. And we did a, she actually had her mastectomy in the middle of that quarter, and by the time we did some fundraising events, um, she had already had the mastectomy, she showed up, it was really difficult for her to lift her arm which many of your listeners can probably relate mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. And, and so this concept of just picking a local person to rally around during a quarter, that's how the whole Go Team concept started. Wow, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And so in 2019, I know you guys have done a lot of things. You added some special honoring events, as you call them, um, besides the Go Team concept. So I know you had a couple that you wanted to mention, and one was Muddy for Michael in May and the Disco Dinner for Rachel in October. So why don't you tell us quickly about those two things? So the biggest difference between an honoring event every month well, I should say almost every month, um, has a cancer awareness. And May is brain cancer awareness. And I met this gentleman who told me his son's story. Michael's now 30, but at age four, when they detected that he had cancer on his brain stem, they gave him about four or five days to live. Oh, Wow. And the doctors went in, they were able to cut out about 97% of the cancer, but they were concerned if they kept cutting, they would scrape the brainstem too much. And so they gave this four-year-old child an adult dose of chemotherapy on his brain. Mm, wow. Um, so now he's 30, but mentally he's <laughs> about 10. Mm. And, and I looked at Brenda and I said, well, let's do the Warrior Dash again in 2019. And this time we had 46 people show up. And some of them I didn't know. This time it wasn't a bunch of my Costco workers. It was people who had done it last year that wanted to do it again, and they brought their friends. And, and so I said, let's rally around somebody this year. Well, we decided to honor Michael in his fight, and we all got muddy. My- <laughs> I love it. I love it. So it was, was it a mud race or something? Well, if anyone were to uh, go to KC Guy on Facebook, that's me, Kicking Cancer Guy, um, there's actually a, a video on there that we put together from that. And, and the last obstacle uh, is just basically a, a trough of mud that you <laughs> swim through. Oh, my gosh. You come, you, you, these pink shirts are now brown, and yeah, we'll just sure. we will talk with people. Uh, and it was actually hilarious to watch Michael's face as we came uh-huh. out of this muddy trough. Um, <laughs> you know, this 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 thirty year old, but mentally he's like ten, and his eyes are just mm. all lit up because all these people uh-huh. that he doesn't know, he didn't know anybody but me, were, were all getting muddy for Michael. But y'all did it for him. What a what a what a treat that must have been for him to see that. That's that's incredible. So, what about the disco dinner for Rachel? What's that? What's that about? 
Well, I realized that this concept would work outside of Salem if somebody cared about their friend as much as I did Brenda. But that somebody had to take the lead. I would support, I would, you know, via our Facebook and our website, we would support whatever they're doing, but they're too far away now. I can't take the lead anymore. And so I met this gal who told me that her friend had bone cancer. So Rachel was diagnosed with bone cancer about a year ago, and she had the chemo, she had a knee replacement, By June, she was in a wheelchair, and so her friend put together this disco dinner evening at this pub in Corvallis, and so it was a disco dinner for Rachel, and it was really fun. I went down there, you know, to support what they were doing, and and we've got a bunch of people in their 50s doing the YMCA out there in the middle of the (laughs) restaurant, and uh, they had a silent auction planned, and the silent auction was beginning to slow down, and so I just turned to the DJ, and I said, can can I see the mic, see if I can get this auction going again, and I said, while I'm on the mic, will you find Stan Alive by the Bee Gees? Okay. It's like a fitting song and a fitting for the era. We, we got the disco here going. So after I finished, I said, this next song is dedicated to Rachel. I love it. They're alive. Yeah, I love it. That's that's wonderful. And, and again, her response to that must have been pretty pretty amazing. Well, let's just say the first time at Rachel, she was in a wheelchair. When we did the disco, she was walking with a cane to, to mm. stabilize herself. Okay. And she just... She just recently sent me a video. She's walking now. Wow. Wow. That's that's crazy. Well, you know, we only have a few minutes left. It's, it's uh, yeah, we've got a few minutes left. So why don't you talk about what you have planned for 2020? Because I know um, those are just some samplings, and then we're almost at the end of the year. You've got one that you're, you've got a, a go team you're working on right now, right, this quarter, and then you've got things for 2020. So we're so. working on Go Team Nolan right now, and, and our, our website and social media have talked about that. But um, I, I had a fairly lengthy conversation with um, our CEO, and I said, look, quarter four is almost done. December's in a quarter four, um, and, and quarter one will be here pretty quick. And I just I kind of need to know who do we rally around next? And for your listeners that have listened to your story, that know your story, quarter one is go team Becky. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What, what? Quarter okay. one, quarter one, starting January, is go team Becky Olson. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you guys. Um <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. So, 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 you know, again, I'm 56 years old, and, and I started taking on these crazy challenges, but these challenges actually are, are revitalizing me. They're giving me life. They're giving me purpose. And so there's a thing in downtown Portland. It's called Fight for Air. It's kind of a lung cancer awareness event, but they're climbing the U.S. bank tower downtown. Oh and my so gosh. I am going to climb the bank for Becky. Oh. Huh. Um, I, I don't get speechless too often on my show. <laughs> um, so, so you're, wow. So how many floors are we talking about? Um, that, ta- that bank tower is 40 stories tall. Oh, my gosh. And, I get, uh, I get winded walking one or two. You know, walking <laughs> one or two. And I, well, I'm and like... Give <laughs> people the option... You can do 40, 80, 120, 160, 200. You can do the bank tower over and over again. Um, you know, I'll do 40, and when I meet you at the bottom, if I'm not dead, maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> so you go up, but and I'll then you a, come I'll back do down. Least, I'll do 40 stories for you, Becky. I'm going to climb oh. 40 stories, and we're climbing the bank for Becky. Oh, that's that's incredible. Well, I don't know what I did in my life to deserve that, but I'm really thankful that um, and 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 like well, I said, you don't, you don't so. even know the half of it. Um, I had a meeting yesterday with the, the current staff at Breast Friends, 
we are designing a special shirt. It's going to have the Breast Friends logo at the bottom of what will look like the U.S. Bank Tower. You'll have the Breast Friends logo at the bottom <laughs> and the little donkey at the top. So okay. uh, Breast Friends at the bottom. So that's you. You're at the bottom of the bank tower, and I'm the ass at the top of the bank tower. <laughs> And, okay, that's funny. And, 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 and my, <laughs> my friends that know me will know that's a fairly accurate statement. Um, but but um, Breast Friends is going to sell this within your organization, and, and proceeds are going to go to your organization. Oh, that is so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's it's called Champion that's... the Champion. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. That, that's amazing. Well, we're going to run out of time here shortly, so... I don't want to run out of time. So, what have you got? You got any else plan? Anything else planned after that? And I, I'm sorry to push you now, but well, I don't want to. In March, one of our programs called No No Night is going to give an opportunity for people who have been um, caring for people with cancer to take a night off and be entertained, have a wonderful dinner, comedy, um, a magic show, um, just oh. all kinds of really fun night. It's called. No, no night, and it is no cancer, no talk about cancer, nothing but you, and just supporting. And so we're looking forward to that, and that happens March 28th. Oh, that's so great. And, and this fundraising. is your invitation, Becky. March 28th, okay. invitation, yes. Cool. March 28th, and our wonderful board member, um, Nancy Allnut, is the lead on this, and it's one of the extensions of um, We Are the Solution, and We Are the Solution is also endeavored in a homeless uh, piece where some of our homeless uh, funds will be coming through We Are the Solution because we know that people who can't eat right, people who are always stressed, people who are struggling with addictions often end up with diagnoses such as mm. cancer and yeah. we want to avert that. So we yeah. we're really um we're we are the solution is not a, a small venture. Well it's it's amazing you guys and I'm I'm so impressed with, with your hearts and what you want to do to make this world better. We are we are out of time. Um, I don't want people to miss out on any future things because I, I know we don't have time to talk about it, but Baron, I know that you mentioned to me that in twenty twenty two you guys are planning a million person walk on Washington DC and um, but uh-huh. people can learn more okay. about all of your events coming up, right? Um, through your website. So yeah. what what is the best web address and you gotta give it to me quick so it's, it's it's kicking at the g kicking dash cancer.org kicking with a g dash, dash cancer.org yeah, you have to separate okay. the two words so kicking okay. dash cancer.org okay. and what that says events and right now it says night out for no one but okay. come January, your name will be on our website because we're going to start talking about climbing the bank for Becky. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I'm so impressed again, and we thank are out you, completely Becky. out of time. So thank you guys for joining us. For all of our new listeners, please um, share our podcast with people. You can get us on almost every major podcast platform out there. Please share it. And we will be back next week. And until then, remember, there is always hope, and we're here to help you find it. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Please join Becky Olson again next Wednesday at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is always hope, and we are here to help you find it. We'll talk again next time.